um yeah spoiler alert if you if someone who's listening to this hasn't seen end game i think everyone whom i know must have seen end game by now um don't listen to this one there's one inconsistency in end game that i noticed when i saw it for the first time on 26th um that when you go in the past that past becomes your future and therefore captain america who went into the past according to what the line that ancient one shows hulk um he should not be in the same timeline there's a whole article in the guardian uh, how end game breaks its own time travel rules apparently but that's even i had even i had the same doubt when i watched it for the first time however however it doesn't break his own rules because when captain america goes into the past he places she specific the ancient one specifically says that uh she specifically says very specifically says that the infinity stones is the one that is responsible for time uh so basically if they pluck out a stone then there's a new branch created therefore if captain america puts all these stones back in their place there are no new branches there is no alternate versions no alternate realities which means that uh, when he goes back to 1970 or whenever i think it was at 1970 whenever he goes back to let's assume it's 1970 he meets peggy carter and he settles with her and everything so 1970 he's gone back at the same time 1970 steve rogers is frozen in ice q 2011 no 2008 uh tony stark like you know i am i am man all that thing happens steve rogers is frozen in ice the steve rogers who has gone into the past can be sitting watching on his tv looking like ah oh, i don't know this happened 2011 captain america you know the first avenger He sees 2011. He's like, this is the year. The other version of me is, you know, defrosted, thawed, if you will. And 2012, when the events of the first Avengers takes place, Steve Rogers is sitting at home with Peggy Carter. They're both they're both old, and they're watching the TV, and they're seeing this whole thing. and he can be telling her that this is what happened because i lived through that and he's living through that again so at this same time at every second there are two steve rogers two different steve rogers at the same time existing together which is trippy really trippy so he knows that the steve rogers who is on tv is going to go through everything that he has gone through essentially he can look at his past and he knows that it is the same reality since all the infinity stones are kept in the exact place where they were taken from it's like nothing changed at all so everything goes the just the way it went except for there are 
to Steve Rogers. So it means essentially that uh, when the Avengers took place, there is already one Steve Rogers at home sitting watching this thing on TV. Since you never know which cycle it is. For example, Steve Rogers one. Uh, he's in the ice. He gets thawed. Avengers happens. Winter Soldier happens. Civil War happens. Infinity War happens, and Endgame happens. He goes into the past. He places all these stones back where they were, and he settles. It's the same timeline because the timelines only drift when the stones have been taken away. So if the stones are placed back, the timeline is the same. That is the key which doesn't break the rule because the in- because if anyone knows about time, it can be the ancient one. The ancient one already knows that strange. She's seen everything, so she knows time. She says specifically that if the stones are taken, that is what will change the time. So uh, during the Avengers. The events that we saw in Endgame did not happen. However, during a, however, the reality essentially has already changed. These people have already come and influenced the environment, but at the same time they haven't, because it's a cycle now. So Steve Rogers one goes to the past and he's watching TV and he's looking at everything that's happening. Uh, 2011 2012 Avengers happening Steve Rogers 2 on the other hand like he's watching this on TV so he in his future is watching his past so when he's watching Steve Rogers on TV he knows that is me but that is my past but that is also my present since so we'll call that Steve Rogers 2 because that's a different person if he goes and he meets other Steve Rogers he doesn't know who he is I mean, they even fought in Endgame. So, Steve Rogers two. Uh, the same things will happen to Steve Rogers. So, what will happen to Steve Rogers one? Steve Rogers one gives the shield to Sam Wilson. He dies when he grows old, and dies or whatever, whatever happens to him. Steve Rogers two goes through the same things. Steve Rogers two. What is Steve Rogers three? Steve Rogers three. What is Steve Rogers four? And so on. It means that. Steve Rogers was always there. There is no start or end. It is a cycle. It's very confusing to explain. Uh, this goes to I think the multiple worlds theory, but it makes a lot of sense. So essentially, Howard Stark, when we are watching two thousand eight Iron Man, two thousand tens Iron Man two. Howard Stark has always met someone, a man who him he believes to be Howard Potts, because it's a cycle. If you go into the past and you witness your past, you create a cycle. There is no start or end because you don't know if uh, are you the first one to do that. Because once you do that. Um, It's just going to keep happening because the events are going to keep taking place, unless this old Steve Rogers tells the young Steve Rogers, "Okay, this is going to happen." As long as he doesn't influence that thing, the cycle will keep on going. As long as they are oblivious of each other's 
existence their worlds don't collide everything will be this will be just as it went which is why uh, captain america going back in time and then growing old does not break the time travel rules that end game sets so essentially uh, back to the future is not bullshit but kind of is since there's no stones involved and in time travel might be real i believe in time travel i believe time travel can be a reality the future has already happened so has the past we are just in the pages of the book i mean there are particles faster than light called tachyons i think so you know yeah that is pretty much what i had to say i have even said for 10 minutes okay and no this is going to be confusing but let me just go through it again okay the ancient man specifically said that if you take a stone out of place there is a different segment created so but if you place so mark ruffalo says that if you keep the stones back in the place uh the segment is not the segment that was created no longer exists keep that rule that is the time travel rule nothing that the avengers say really is anything because you know what the fuck do they know the ancient one knows more than anyone she is the wisest of them all I believe in the ancient one scottish woman smart so you take the stones you go back to the i said back to the fit you go to the original timeline uh, 2023 that is 5 years from 2018 uh you defeat thanos put the stones back in place the timeline doesn't change so steve rogers goes back and he stays in the timeline there are two steve rogers existing at the same time which means there is more than one shield what fucks with this theory the only thing that messes with it is captain america picking up thor's hammer but it also kind of makes sense for two reasons it fucks with it and also makes it make sense captain america could not pick up thor's hammer but he could move it however he could pick it up in end game that that's stupid for two reasons one that captain america if he can lift the hammer I mean, either you are worthy or you are not worthy there's no thing of oh he is worthy but he's not ready yet so it means that captain america in 2015 uh, was not worthy but captain america in 2023 will be worthy and that 2023 captain america still exists so therefore captain america is both worthy and not worthy at the same time which is why the hammer only moves i'm this is actually the most stupid thing i could say but uh, there is no other explanation 
I don't like if anyone has a better theory then uh, you know come back to it wait someone's here on my door yeah sorry so uh, it's it's actually the there was a small interruption so yeah it's actually a very stupid theory but it's also the only theory that kind of makes sense that steve rogers in 2015 is not worthy but at the same time uh, steve rogers exists who is worthy as well now thor's hammer kind of solves that thing shows that steve rogers already exists as two versions of himself in age of ultron and in age of ultron as the younger version who is trying to lift the hammer but cannot and the older version who can what messes about with the story is that um when he goes in the past he takes the hammer with him they go very overboard with the captain america kind of thor's hammer thing it's one of the best scenes in the movie one of the most emotional scenes is when uh, of course an iron man dies but when um when he hugs peter parker and i love spider man i i'm a die hard spider man fan like everybody who's begun watching superhero movies loves spider man you cannot not like spider man you know toby maguire spider man was it was shit but it was dope at the time it was the shit at the time when it released until they made spider man 3 fun fact about spider man 3 the dome in imax wadala you know the largest dome theater in the world yeah that's right it was the largest dome theater in the world when it existed uh the last movie that they you know, that they premiered in the dome theater the last movie to ever be shown in the dome theater was spider-man 3 yeah they ended on a really bad note and poor poor old james franco <laughs> i just feel bad for him uh, it's like a blip on his amazing career i fucking love james franco and there was spiderman 2 and spiderman 2 the movie and the game either way it was a high point for spiderman either way either way either way when spiderman uh, comes like when he comes back you know strange opens his portal and all of those who were on thanos home island of titan uh, they come back and spiderman is the last one to web in oh it's just really great so good to see the whole relationship between um, stark and peter parker is fucking amazing i love that shit I dig it. But yeah, back to the back to the lecture at hand. Professional, professional. I'm trying to understand. 
from me. Never mind, I've, I've been singing. Yeah. Um, was I talking about? What the fuck was I talking about? Yeah. So there are two Mionis existing at the same time. I mean, Thor exists in 1970. Thor is uh, more than a thousand years old. So, 1970, even 1945, during, the, during World War II, Thor exists. Everybody knows Thor is there. Like, nobody knows he's there, but we know that Thor is there. Thor knows he's there. Thor's hammer knows he's there. So, essentially, Mjolnir does exist. Now, Heimdall also exists. Heimdall keeps an eye on Earth. All these fucking Asgardians keep an eye on Earth. What happens to Mjolnir? I mean, it is one theory. I mean, oh wait, that's a stupid thing. Captain America obviously leaves Mjolnir back in 2014 where Thor picks it up from. Oh, so stupid. So he has got 2013, yeah, sorry, 2013, where Thor takes it. Then he leaves the Aether there. Oh, shit, what an idiot I am. Fucking hell. Now this whole alternate universe thing opens up a lot of possibilities in the future of Marvel. I mean, uh, it's they've killed off Iron Man and Captain America. They're making a Black Widow movie, but it's set in the past. Uh, because Black Widow movie is long overdue. I mean, I'm... It's a very controversial opinion, but I don't really give a fuck about Black Widow. I cannot care less about Black Widow. I I always prefer Hawkeye to Black Widow. Everybody finds this. Everybody likes Black Widow because it's Scarlett Johansson and she's and she's sexy. I I, I find her really stupid. Like ever since Scarlett Johansson has come on Hot Ones, uh, I, I just cannot. She she doesn't know what memes are, man. How the fuck can you? exists like that what an idiot I mean she also sounds kind of stupid when she talks so I don't really like her I like Black Widow the character but I don't really care for Scarlett Johansson that's my personal thing I always like Hawkeye everybody hates on my guy Hawkeye but I really dig Hawkeye he is a simple straight guy just doing his work shooting fucking arrows like it's like bow and arrows have been a thing since like centuries like millennia even and Hawkeye is just shooting arrows and and now he's some sort of fucking ninja as well jeez Uh, but it's just great 
Hawkeye is like the most inspirational Avenger ever. Every, every, everyone looks at fucking Captain America and like Thor is my favorite Avenger. Uh, always like Thor. There was this um, game I can't remember. Ultimate uh, something something Marvel game. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, sorry. Ultimate Alliance, where you could select any four Marvel characters as a team. So it would be my team would be Thor because Thor was the strongest and always dug what he like you know did with the hammer. Thor one and two as as movies left me very disappointed. Thor Ragnarok was more like it. They sacked whoever the director of one and two was and they replaced him with Taika Waititi. I, I can't say his name but I know who he is. He voices Korg, the one who was playing Fortnite in Endgame. Yeah. Why? Why did they put Fortnite in Endgame? Oh man, that that was so cringy. Like, it's the one negative about the movie. They put Fortnite in there. Ah. Uh, thank fucking God they didn't put Ninja in there. You never know with the, with these fucking Hollywood people. They might just. Then be like, yeah, like no master sixty nine. Oh, who do you think you are, fucking ninja or something? Oh man, if they would have said that when I first saw Endgame, I saw Fortnite. I'm like, oh, oh please don't throw ninja reference. Ah, do ninja fucking blow up when he played Fortnite with Drake? Mm-hmm. That's how I discovered Fortnite, ninja and Drake, because I saw a tweet about. <laughs> I didn't know about any of, you know. I mean, I knew Drake, but I didn't like really give a fuck. So I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's fucking cool. I. That sort of liking someone's, and their art is very short-lived, though. I can't care about Drake, now. I like Kendrick. I don't like Drake. But yeah, back to uh, this. So, uh, Hawkeye is like the most inspirational Avenger ever. He even says like, I know I'm like way above my pay grade because he really is. Black Widow has actually people think that oh she's everybody makes fun of Hawkeye and Black Widow because it was like oh oh what are you gonna do to beat Thanos? Like shoot 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 him with your know, guns. And I say, nah, man. Hawkeye literally just ran. <laughs> it was like they were playing a relay race with the gauntlet. There. I, I just came back from watching the movie for the second time. Remember, my cousin. For context. That's when. So after watching for the first time, like, there's a discrepancy in this shit. I'm like, ah, oh, man. It kind of takes away from the movie that there is something wrong with the time travel rules that it sets for itself. But then when the ancient one like I see the I watched that scene again. So in the it's like when you read it it's like when you read a topic for the second time and you discover more things about it, you're like, oh the concept ties me oh church that sort of thing happens. So I'm like, wow 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 that makes that actually makes sense. The movie is written perfectly, it's airtight. So when all these aliens and Earth, Captain America might even know about 
Nick Fury and everything that's going to happen. The only thing that there's like one reason I'm disappointed is that uh, he didn't bet on sporting events. I I love that line. No talking to your past self. No betting on sporting events. <laughs> Uh, but but they really did come up see when uh, when someone tells you that oh the how they're gonna beat Thanos oh they're gonna do time travel and it's like the fuck is that's the stupidest shit ever seriously just time travel and then they do it so perfectly. I'm lost for words on the scale that the movies made the turns that are that is taken like alcoholic thor I am my favorite character alcoholic thor apparently I, I could relate I'm just sitting at home playing video games all day nowadays so yeah basically that's like the main things I thought I should record um what i thought about the movie and of course i loved it but what i thought about the one criticism that everyone levies against it that it does not do justice to its own rules and now bitch you're just dumb or you just got to revise that shit to know what you're talking about So yeah, now it's now since I've uh, spoken about this, I'm thinking of making this into a watch mojo type thing now. So here are the top ten most emotional scenes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Number one, number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want in your Burger King burger is someone's foot fungus. But turns out that's exactly what you might get. Uh, if you don't know the meme, just Google number 15 Burger King foot lettuce. It's a hilarious video. I think everyone knows about the meme. But I also don't think that everyone does. It's a really good meme. The man's voice is what's funny. So anyway, yeah. Uh, number one, the, the most emotional scene has to be when Iron Man dies. Has to be. Captain America growing old isn't that emotional. So yeah, it's, satisfying. it's not emotional. But the Iron Man death, the whole thing, it's super emotional. It takes a toll. Oh, uh, Easter egg. Um, when Iron Man dies, there's this one guy standing behind that nobody can recognize. It's the guy they zoom into. Uh, they, they show on screen before they show Captain Marvel and Nick Fury. Uh, this one, this like kid with hair. I'm like, he con that. I remember ask, I remember thinking when I watched it the first time, he con hair. I could not recognize. It occurred to me today, oh fuck, that's the kid from Iron Man 3. He did not. To turn to dust on the first snap so he grew old this is him five years later also another thing that I wanted to check that reminds me of is um, 
Ant-Man's daughter, the actress who. Hmm. Played him. Cassia. Which actress is that? Hmm. Cassie Lang Endgame, essentially. Who was it? Who was it? Emma Furman. Is she that same actress who played that role? I'm I'm literally googling this like as I speak, you know. Uh she's also known for playing this, this, this. TV shows, TV shows, movies and TV shows. Okay, no, 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 sorry. Only movies. So, it's a different actress. Sorry. I thought she's the girl who played uh, Mia in Californication. They looked very similar for like, for like how many of a seconds she was there. So, I thought, oh, wait, this is the same chick from Californication. Uh, nah, it's not the same girl. It's a different actress. Highly recommend Californication though. Really good movie. So yeah, again, top 10 emotional scenes in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Number one, uh, Tony Saxon. This is a very personalized list, just by the way. These are my opinion. My opinion is not fact. I am not the author of all religious books ever. Neither I am a thief because if I was a thief and I would have written a book, it would be called Ramayan. Boom. I don't know why I did that. It makes it so cringy, but yeah. Valmiki. Valmiki is the guy who wrote Ramayan. He was a thief by profession. Kind of makes sense, you know. Thieves using religion to move people. Politics. Yeah. I didn't vote, thank God. It's really hard to choose between which person dick goes up your ass. Because either way, a dick's going up your ass. Uh, do you want someone who takes your money and builds statues and lynches minorities and makes the internet an obnoxious place? Or do you want someone who does scams and can be made fun of, but everyone knows he's just a joke? Rather take the one who's not serious than... Uh, I don't want this to be political. Fuck politics. Anyway, yeah. Number two. Uh, number two is when... For me, my person, this is me and only me. 
when Thor uh, in Thor Ragnarok when uh, he when he loses uh, hammer there's this whole thing arc where he like doesn't know who he is that really it's i mean i love thor I mean, that, that, that's why this this is very biased another one is uh, when in endgame only when peter parker hugs iron man when they meet And when you think about it, he's just a 15-year-old, 16-year-old boy in a fucking war. <laughs> oh, man. I love Spider-Man. It's 3 in the morning when I'm recording this, so just bear that in mind. So that's my 2 and 3. I'll just change the order. Second is uh, Spider-Man hugging Iron Man. Third is this when Thor loses his hammer and that whole arc it's not one scene particular but it's that part of the movie he hammer breaks and then he has this whole heart to heart with Odin in his mind he's like are you the god of uh, thunder or are you the god of hammers a very bad line but you know makes sense makes sense I can fuck with that okay number Oh wait, sorry, I forgot about one. Fuck, this this is gonna be so fucked. Sorry. Number one is Iron Man Death. Number two is in Guardians of the Galaxy. When uh, Ronan's ship is going down and uh, the Guardians are inside it, Groot uh, opens like he opens up his arms and everything, and he like makes a ball around these people and he protects them. So Rocket uh, talks to him like Groot, uh, you'll die. So Groot, whose vocabulary is limited to I am Groot, in that scene he says we are Groot. And then they crash and then Groot dies. So in the end of the movie Groot is just a small sapling. Oh man. I remember that scene. Oh fuck that, that, that scene is so good. I seriously recommend people watching Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a really good movie. Especially this one scene. Like, he... He protects the Guardians and he sacrifices himself. And when Rocket talks to him, like, are, are you crazy? You'll die. He's like, we are... And he says that really slowly. Oh, so good. So fucking good. I, I remember, like, I felt... I, like I felt something inside me when I when I saw that. Oh, so good. It's amazing how these movies are so moving. It's great. So that's second. Third is Peter Parker and Man. Fourth is Thor Hammer. And the struggle that's you know just before the one of the favorite scenes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah 
my favorite scene in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not from Endgame, it's from Thor Ragnarok. Because Chris Hemsworth looks really fucking dope when he does this. When um when he wields thunder without any ins any prop, like no hammer, no stormbreaker, no Mjolnir, nothing. And like he is the vessel for it. And they play Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin at that time. And it really, really, really forms this iconic fucking scene at the end of the movie in the last battle. Oh, it's just so good. Ah, I love that. It's amazing. I mean, Thor Ragnarok is the one good Thor movie. Thor one is like, uh, you watch it because you want the lore, but Thor the Dark World, if you don't watch it, it's like, uh, you didn't really miss out on much. Thor Ragnarok is the shit. It's one of the best Marvel movies. I I'm not a big fan of Black Panther because Black Panther wasn't really emotional. Black Panther was like Michael B. Jordan and Who's the guy who plays Black Panther again? I can never remember his name. Yeah, it's not like an emotional movie. It doesn't like touch you or anything. And it's not like that dopey though. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm fine with this, whatever. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Tight, tight. So yeah, we have um, four. Um, number five is um, when in in civil war, the end. the whole arc that Iron Man goes through how he watches his father's death to Bucky Barnes and at the end when uh, he loses the fight to Captain America and Bucky and he takes the shield like that the scene is really emotional the Avengers are broken That's a really good scene. It's dope. It's fucking dope. Don't get me wrong. But it's really good as well. Because you really understand. Like. Everything that he goes through is so difficult. When you put it. When you like. Look at it from his perspective. So yeah. That's number five. I've number six. See, I'm running. I'm running on fumes here. I only have five like really good scenes that like moved me. And the Avengers is not really an emotional movie. It's it's just dope. Civil War is dope and emotional. Endgame is so emotional but so dope. Especially when Captain America wheels me on air. Oh, 
what a movie Captain America wheels Munir um, and so good i'm just thankful that i've watched antman to know what the fuck they're talking about antman and antman and the wasp i've seen both of them i really like paul rudd that's why i don't like paul rudd because of friends 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 can go fuck itself i hate that show I've developed a distaste for any TV show with laugh tracks. The only other I can tolerate is Two and a Half Men because it's Charlie Sheen, and Charlie Sheen is a legend. Man's got HIV, but man's a legend. We watch Two and a Half Men because Charlie Sheen might earn a penny or two, and I love that guy. As shitty as everyone thinks he was. He's never raped anyone. There's no sexual assault thing on him, so you know that's the standard. Also, he's Mexican. Nobody knew knows that his name is Carlos Estevez, something like that. Fun fact: learn something new every day. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have any more scenes. You know. Winter Soldier when he fights Bucky but not really it's not really emotional Captain Marvel uh, nothing, nothing like emotional in it I'm trying to go through all the movies in order to find something. Like the the Hulk movie, uh, the one with Edward Norton. I don't like Edward Norton. I haven't seen Fight Club yet. I'm yet to watch Fight Club. I'm going to watch it tomorrow or day after. I have to watch Scarface as well. So, yeah. That's there. Yeah, I mean that's I think it. I have a good rebuttal for an article in the Guardian, the one news source that I think is honourable and says what needs to be said. I don't believe any other news outlet. I I don't believe any news outlet, but. The Guardian has really good football news, you know. Jonathan Wilson writes really good articles on the Guardian, so I kind of respect the Guardian for it. But yeah, that's gonna be it. Thank you for listening. If for anyone who did, I'm so sorry if I'm completely fucked this up. Um, 
if you don't already know i'm kind of stupid so yeah ciao